Welcome to the world-class copywriting and marketing podcast. Get ready to discover how to use the superpowers of influence and persuasion to build your business empire. Here's your host, freelance copywriter and master marketing strategist, Robert Sean Pascoe. Hey everybody, it is Robert Sean Pasco, the kingpin of copywriting, the practitioner of persuasion, and I am here with another exciting jam-packed episode of the World Class Copywriting and Marketing Podcast. I hope you're ready, I hope you're as excited as I am as we get into part two of my 10 commandments of direct response copywriting. In the last episode, we covered commandments one through five. And in this one, we're going to get into six through 10. And it is going to be good. I hope you're ready to absorb all of this awesome copywriting and marketing information. In fact, oh, Uh, I'm getting so excited, I I might need to call a doctor myself. Somebody call a doctor. If your marketing is on life support, then it's time to call the practitioner of persuasion, Robert Sean Pasco, for an immediate infusion of profit-pulling sales copy to kickstart the heart of your business. You can even schedule a free consultation where Dr. Pasco will diagnose exactly what's wrong with your marketing message. Visit worldclasscopywriting.com for the prescription you need for the success you desire. Oh, and if the price is right, Dr. Pasco even makes house calls. Visit worldclasscopywriting.com right now. <laughs> okay, we are back with the World Class Copywriting and Marketing Podcast. And we are jumping right in to commandment number six, establish your authority. To be persuasive with your writing, you need to be able to answer these two questions to establish the proper authority with your prospects. Number one, why should I listen to you? And number two, why should I listen to you about this? Now, this is particularly important when writing an advertisement that requires your prospect to make the decision to change a habit, a negative behavior, or to convince them to follow you down a new path in life. Now, if you haven't been able to establish both trust and proof in your copy, then it's going to be incredibly hard to lead someone to a desired action. Having authority with your prospects should result in them agreeing with your suggestions and allowing themselves to accept your offer and then actually use your product to help them live a better life. Now, ways that you can establish authority... Number one, highlight your accomplishments in this particular area. Number two, proudly flaunt any relevant status that you currently enjoy. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. And number three, display a slight attitude of indifference. 
Now, I'm not saying here that you should be a jerk, but you don't want to come off as a pushover either. You want to work on developing a persona which is calm, confident, strong, and slight, again, slightly indifferent to their approval. There needs to be a mutual understanding when you're writing copy from a point of authority that they need you. You don't need them. Now, let them know it's not going to hurt you if they don't follow your lead. It's actually going to be their loss, and you're not afraid to let them know it. Most importantly, when you're in this phase of trying to establish your authority, make sure and tell your story. If you have a story that can somehow be used to influence your prospect or create a connection between you and them, then please go ahead and tell it. This is something I learned from legendary copywriter and direct marketer Dan Kennedy. He has remarked at how there were times where he got sick of hearing his own story and assumed his audience was sick of hearing it too. But then he found out when he left out his story, his sales dropped dramatically. So tell your story. Tell it every chance you can. Tell your story even if your prospect has heard it before. Don't ever assume that anyone knows or remembers your story. Keep telling it to them. Keep reminding them who you are and why they should care about what you are saying. If your story contains elements of before and after, it's especially powerful as this kind of demonstration creates a sense of camaraderie and a feeling of, hey, if he can do it, then so can I. This is how you will establish the authority you need to resonate with your prospects and turn them not just into buyers, but loyal followers who will come back time and time again and keep buying from you. Commandment number seven, make the skeleton dance. Now, this is a term that I first heard from the great Ben Settle of bensettle.com. But I believe he credited it to a man by the name of George Bernard Shaw, who said, if you can't hide the family skeleton, you might as well make it dance. And that means that if you have flaws with your product or service, don't try to hide them. Instead, point them out and figure out how to use them to your advantage. It is very memorable way to remind yourself and to your prospects that nothing is perfect. And you know what? Your prospects, really, they already know that. They know that there's no product or service that's perfect. And if you act like your product or service is perfect... Well, your prospect's <clears throat> BS alarm is going to go off and they'll assume that you're just full of it. And then they're not going to believe anything else you say in your sales message. If you present your product or service as being perfect, you risk your prospects doubting every single word you say in your sales message. So go ahead, reveal a floor or two 
in your product or service as it will create a rapport with your prospect and will shine a new and positive light on the promises you are making. By admitting that there might be an area where your product is lacking, your customers will find the benefits that you are stressing much easier to believe. This will contribute to the trust factor, which is very, very important in moving your prospect towards making a positive buying decision. Commandment 8. Respect the amazing power of your words. Often a single word can make a huge difference in the ability of an advertisement to be successful. In the 1920s, an ad for a music correspondence course featured a headline which ran with a mistake. The original headline was, Put Music in Your Life. And it ran with the mistake of a single letter being changed. And then the result of that letter change created an increased response of three times the original ad. So this mistake ended up being a huge benefit to the advertiser. What was the mistake? The new headline added an S to the first word, making the headline puts music in your life. So instead of put music in your life, it was puts music in your life. Can you believe that one small difference like that could make a three times better response rate? Can you guess why that one letter change made such a huge difference in the pulling power of the ad? It's all about human psychology, baby. When you use the excuse me, when you use the word put, you make someone think of work. When you use the word puts, you make someone think done for you or easy or no work involved. Look, we as humans are naturally lazy. <laughs> We're always searching for a faster and easier way to do something. And if you can emphasize the faster and easier in your advertising, then you will always have a selling advantage. More importantly, this example shows just how much power there is in your words. Commandment number nine. Remember what people are really buying. Here's a question for you. What is it that people really want? What is it that your customers really want? What is it that your prospects are really looking for when they buy your product or service? Look, from all the research I've done about human psychology and motivation, I would say that everyone desires some sort of change, a change for the better. 
everyone seeks a transformation from where they are now to where they ultimately want to be. Everyone wants a better and more fulfilling life. Now, this means different things to different people, but we are all human and are constantly searching for the missing intangible that we think will make us happier. Even someone who seemingly has everything this life can offer is rarely completely happy and satisfied. You can look at someone who is a multimillionaire. They're living in a mansion. They might be married to a supermodel. They drive a luxury car and think, hey, this guy or gal has it all. But in reality, even with all of the comforts of life, all of the toys, all the things which are supposed to make us happy, this same person is probably quietly dissatisfied and looking for a real solution to whatever they feel is lacking. It should be your primary goal as an entrepreneur or as an advertising writer or marketer to spend the majority of your energy finding out what the solution is that your prospect is looking for. And then find out how your product or service is going to fulfill all or some of their greatest wants needs, desires, or urgent problems they are facing in their life. To be successful with your advertising, you must position your product or service as their savior, as their knight in shining armor, as their hero on a great white horse who is riding into town to rescue them from whatever is causing them pain. Or you need to be able to show up excitedly at their quote-unquote proverbial front door like a salesperson of old, there to fulfill a desire they are longing for, either overtly or secretly. Maybe something that they are lusting for deep down inside where we often bury our true emotions. This is how entrepreneurs hit gold in the world today. If you can fill a void that is lacking in the marketplace, if you can solve a problem that no one else has been able to resolve, then it's like winning the lottery times 10. Okay, obviously this is a huge subject and I could keep going on and on about it and I'll probably touch on this more in a future episode of this podcast, but I think it can be all summed up with one phrase that I want you to remember. Keep this statement in your mind whenever you're doing any sort of advertising or marketing or creating a product or looking for a new avenue for your business. And that's this. Find out what your market wants, then find a way to give it to them. Commandment number 10, just get started. 
Okay, so when you have a writing job to do, what's the best way to get started? Do you sit around and meditate and wait for inspiration to hit you? If you're not feeling inspired, do you get up from behind your laptop or writing desk and go fishing or to a movie or any other distraction and then until you get hit with some lightning bolt of sudden inspiration? Well, you know, it can be advantageous to, you know, spend some time letting things percolate in your brain, especially after you've done some research. But bottom line is when it's time to write, it's time to write. So the truth is, if you have a writing job to do, you just need to sit down and again, just get started. A good example of this comes from one of my copywriting heroes, the legendary Eugene Schwartz who was a copywriter who had made millions marketing his own books and writing for others via mail order, particularly in the 60s and 70s. He is the author of Breakthrough Advertising, which in my opinion is one of the two best classic books on copywriting ever written, along with Tested Advertising Methods by John Caples. Anyways, in a seminar he gave to a group of advertising professionals, Mr. Schwartz gave his secret to maximum productivity as a writer and never having to worry about that most common of writing enemies, writer's block. Basically, he said that he started each workday with one simple goal, just to sit down at his desk with a cup of coffee and a kitchen timer. The timer would be set for 33 and a half minutes, and the only requirement he made of himself was to sit there until the timer went off. No other goals, no mandatory pages written, not even a minimum word count. Nope, just sit there doing whatever he wanted as long as he didn't leave his desk. He said that normally, after just a couple of minutes of sitting there sipping on his coffee, he would start typing some thought into his typewriter. Maybe he would look at something he wrote the day before and make an edit or two. Pretty soon, without even thinking about it, he was banging out fresh new copy, and when his timer went off, he would have had a very productive writing session. Then he would take a short break, stretch, grab a snack or whatever, and then he would repeat the same ritual again. Over and over, he used this method to become one of the most prolific writers and most powerful copywriters who ever lived. Man, I think this is a great lesson, and it's one I've taken to heart. Now, my methods are different. I mean, we're all a little, you know, have our own, you know... um, you know, ways of doing things or, you know, but the basic idea is the same. When I need to write something, I just start with a small, easily attainable goal. And then I gradually allow myself to build up momentum until my copy is just flowing. And this brings me back to a great saying by a non-copywriter, but a very interesting writer in his own right and performer, Mr. Woody Allen, who said that 80% of success is just showing up. 
Man, I love that quote. I absolutely love that. And I think it is just so true in all areas of life. I'm going to say it again, and this is a good uh, writer downer. 80% of success is just showing up. You know, it might sound simplistic, but there's some real truth to it. You know, everyone's different and you'll have to find a routine which works for you. But ultimately, whenever you have to get some writing done, just get started. Man, I hope you enjoyed this second segment, the second part of my 10 Commandments of Direct Response Copywriting. You know, it's <laughs> I might be the host of this show and this might be um, things I've already written or pondered over the past, but man, these are just, these are timeless truths that I, it's important even for me and for professional copywriters to constantly be reminding ourselves of the basics of the fundamentals that really, really work in writing powerful copy, getting the results that I we need to get for our clients. And, you know, if you're listening to this and, you know, you might be struggling with advertising, you might be struggling to write your own copy and you could use a little help, I would absolutely love to talk to you. My, I will give you a free consultation. I mean, these are booking up fast, but I will definitely find the time to speak with you about your copywriting and marketing needs. You can just send me a quick email to rsp at worldclasscopywriting.com. Also, if you haven't had a chance to download my free ebook, Seven Figure Headline Writing Secrets Revealed, please go check it out at howtowriteheadlines.com. I literally reveal everything that goes into my process for writing seven-figure headlines for my clients. I, I haven't left anything out of here. It's just, I'm, you know what? I am literally an open book. I've put every step, not just that, but I've also included a swipe file of examples of the greatest headlines that have ever been written that you can study and model for yourself and even fill in the blank templates that you can use right away in your own business. It's 100% free. There's no catch except for the fact that you are opting into my VIP email list and giving me permission to send you some information now and then. But I promise it's going to be information that you'll be beneficial to your business and to your life. And you know what? If at any time you don't want to hear from me anymore, you just hit the unsubscribe button and I will be gone. But you will have my free ebook to use for the rest of your life if you want to. And I really truly believe it's going to be a tool that you will find to be a just huge asset going forward. And you know what? When you download it, I would love to hear from you directly. Let me know what it did for you. Let me know what you think. You know, send me a quick message at rsp at worldclasscopywriting.com. Let me know what you think. Also, if you have any questions for for me about copywriting, particularly direct response copywriting and direct response marketing, I would just love to hear from you. Please send me your questions. If you have ideas for future episodes of this podcast, topics you'd love me to cover, man, it would be so it would be so beneficial to me to hear from you and to know what you want to hear from me so that I can continue providing as much value as I possibly can 
on each and every one of these podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. God bless, and here's to your success. You've been listening to the world-class copywriting and marketing podcast. Please visit www.howtowriteheadlines.com for a free copy of Robert's new ebook, Seven Figure Headline Writing Secrets Revealed, where you'll discover his most profitable copywriting tricks so you can put them to work in your business.